What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats Podcast. My name is Kyle Beats. If you don't know who I am, we're back with another podcast. Um, there's been a few gaps in between the last few podcasts, as most of you know. I've been trying to figure out the video version of this podcast. And you're like, Kyle, why do you want a video version? We mostly listen to this in our ears. Podcasts are great just to listen to while you're doing other things. Isn't that the purpose? Blah, 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 blah. Um, The reason for doing a video podcast, for those of you guys who might be interested in podcasts or whatever, um, it's just because it's easier to grow the podcast. Like I'll be able to grow through the podcast. For example, Instagram, I've been able to get new followers because you guys go over and follow me on Instagram and like the stuff and you're able to like gain once you have traffic going to something you're able to gain new followers and if i'm uploading to youtube it's easier to attract new people because there isn't really a way to grow it's all just word of mouth and youtube like you can actually get found through it so with a video version it will attract new people and that's why i'm trying to do it and so this this episode is actually a q a i did with you guys voice memos um that those always go really great um i was doing it on as the video as the first video podcast and um it was definitely a learning curve um there is some like there is a couple different audio things going on in this one but honestly i just listened to the whole thing and, and it's fine but there there might be a little tweaks in there like volume things i was listening to the voice memos while trying to control the volume from where I was sitting, crazy. I'm definitely not gonna just stop doing the podcast. So uh, thank you guys, obviously, for for all the support of the podcast is amazing. But just trying to figure all that stuff out while I'm doing everything else, film the music video, putting out videos every day about the film, the contest right now after I do this. And um, yeah, just trying to do it all kind of together and let it, let it snowball. But uh, yeah, I definitely don't wanna try to miss a week even if I don't have a video version ready. Um, I don't want to try to miss a week. But anyways, Q&A podcast. Make sure you screenshot it. Put it on your story on Instagram. Tag me. I'll be reposting a bunch as I always do. I'll be following probably a couple of you as well. So make sure you do that. I'll say what's up in the chat. If anything, I'll definitely message you back and say what up. Thanks for supporting. And let's get into the podcast in three, two, one. Kyle, uh, my name is Brooklyn Sage. I'm from Toronto. I'm 17. I make music. I uh, started producing recently, but I also rap as well. SoundCloud.com backslash Brooklyn Sage. Um, I stumbled upon your videos uh, like recently. I think it was from the Simon Servita video, and uh, I think like a video or like something that Sharpie said. But um, yeah, your videos are really dope. Just wanted to say that real quick. Thanks for making tutorial videos. You've helped me out a lot. And your podcast is such, like, it's so good. Uh, my question to you is, ha- is having a sample already done and then slapping drums on it, is that considered cheating or is that making a beat? So, yeah. Um, I, Like I always say, like, everything is just like an opinion. Like, everything's always just going to be some sort of opinion. Um from someone like it's like you're creating like do whatever you want to create people are always going to say something you know what i mean people are always 
no matter what you do, people are always going to say something. Um, especially if you're trying to put out music, like sometimes, sometimes the best ideas come off of something else. Like some of my best beats come from when someone sends me a loop or someone's, or you find some sort of weird sample that you use. Cause it makes you think differently. Like if you think about it, when you pull in a loop or you pull in a beat from either a collab that you're doing or just like a sample, you start thinking differently. Cause like when I make my first melody, they're typically always like similar type of melodies. Like the melodies that I make are always going to be like, Oh, that's a Kyle beats classic Kyle beats initial melody. He does this, this and that. Like that's my go-to type of things. But when you take like a sample or when you take something from someone else, they're going to do something different. So you'll be able to play off of that. And it makes an interesting like combination. Um, so no, it's not cheating. I mean like collaborating and like all that stuff is part of creating. Like it's a huge part of it. Um, I don't think it's, it's cheating at all. And if you're selling beats on the internet, I think people say that because like a lot of people sell beats on the internet and like people look through their catalog and it's like, Oh, that beat, that loop is from this. And this sample's from that. And like every single beat is just like the sampled loop and all they're good at is just throwing drums on it. Cause like the most unique thing you can do is like create that initial melody. I think like it's a lot easier to throw some drums on it. I think that's why people say that, but if you're doing it the right way, no, it's never going to be cheating. All right. I can barely see my screen, but let's get this next question. What's up, Kyle? My question is whether or not you think we'll see the day where a lot of the artists at the top of the charts, like the Drakes and Next Era, will have personal brands like the one you're developing or like a lot of big YouTubers have. Because currently that isn't really the case, but I could see it happening. And also, shout out to myself on YouTube, Edward Gray. I'm a bedroom artist. I release music. I show my process, tutorials, and all that. So if you're interested, check me out. And yeah, thank you, Kyle. So, um, I mean, like people like Drake and like artists, that's like kind of like what they're doing is a personal brand, but is it going to get to the point where they're going to need to be putting out YouTube videos and they're going to need to be, I mean, if you think about it, like, yeah, Drake doesn't make, Drake doesn't have vlogs, but he like, he puts out. YouTube or Instagram stuff. He puts out Instagram pictures and he puts out Instagram videos. And yeah, he's a lot more behind the scenes. I think there's a lot more people like that, that if they're going to want to succeed are going to need to come out of this, come from behind the scenes more. But at the same time, especially with music and like something very like artistic, there's always going to be that like, there's always going to be that spot for someone that's just like completely behind the scene like that mysterious thing where they go behind the scenes for like four like like two years and all of a sudden they drop an album and like there's just people that that works for and i feel like i feel like drake or someone like that is probably one of those like if like i feel like if you build up enough of a buzz and a brand you can just go behind the scenes and then you can just sit in the studio and just drop an album and like it doesn't even matter because you have that brand built up but yeah, it's definitely in some sort of weird transition right now where people are going to have to start figuring out what they want to do. All right, next question. Okay, so Kyle, I have one. I think it's a good question. Hmm. 
what is more like fun for you making videos or making beats yeah making videos or making beats like which one is more fun which one would you like which one do you think of doing first which one is more fun making videos or making beats it's funny because i started making like I started making a lot more videos once I started like learning how to make better beats. Like I've always had a passion for creating videos, but like, I feel like music is just right up there with, with that passion. Like I can't have one without the other. Um, I feel like they play in together. Like that mini little documentary that I put out the other day, it was, I was talking a lot of, there was a section where I was talking about like the loop, like letting something loop over and over and over. Like that's just like the, the brewing pot for like everything. Like the reason I started editing videos was because I heard a song I really liked. And I, I thought this one song, like, um, one Republic apologize. And then Lil Wayne had a one Republic apologize remix. And I thought it fit better over this, um, like NBA mixtape YouTube video way back in the day. So I started editing because of music. So they kind of like paired in together for me. And then I started making my own little remixes of music, like getting an instrumental and acapella and putting them together and then editing like a cool, like sports. Like I played a lot of sports growing up, editing like a cool sports video over that. And I feel like they go together. That's why I'm like pushing, that's why I push the vlogs as much as the beats. Like I get, I think I do get a lot more enjoyment out of just like making music because it's a lot more work. Like for you to make the greatest song on earth, you can, you can stay in the studio all day, but for you to make the greatest video on earth, it takes a lot more work. Um, so I, I think if I were to give an answer to that, I think the videos are a lot more draining <laughs> because they do take a lot more work um, to do than the beats. But at the same time, creatively, I like them both honestly like the same. I, I don't even, I like them both. I can't see. What do we got here? Here we go, next one. Next question. Hey, what's up, Kyle? Um, this is Ravenki Studio. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, do you ever feel the need to post beats or to create beats or do you just do it uh, willingly? Uh, just wondering because uh, sometimes there's no will and um, yeah, I'm just wondering if you ever do it uh, just because you want to do it or is there times where you do it because you have to, because you feel you have to? Yeah, I feel like I feel like beat block is such a, a big question that you get. And I feel like the the more the more skillful you get, the better you get at avoiding at like getting yourself out of beat block. What I what I used to say is just the better you are making beats, it just makes your bad beats not as bad. Like I've posted beats that I consider that these aren't very good beats. Like, I don't like them. Maybe someone can rap on them or sing on them, whatever, because, like, they're simple. But, like, there's beats that I don't even really like that much. And I post them, but because I, I've done, I've worked so hard on making beats the past, like, 
three years, like just every single day, essentially, like I have FL Studio open and making videos or, or making beats or whatever. Um, you just have enough of skills to like save yourself almost. And yeah, I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of days where you don't get that inspiration and like, I just, I just l love just letting the melody loop and like even that little documentary I filmed, the mini documentary I put on my channel called The Art of Making Beats. Um, most of that video I thought was just going to get completely scrapped. I didn't even film like an intro or, or outro. And I've never even scrapped a video before. And it, it ended up turning into like my channel trailer and everything. Like one of the best videos I've made, even though it only has 15,000 views in one day and not 20. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it turned into something that's like one of my best videos now. And the whole day, basically, for like hours, I was making something that was good. It wasn't bad, but it was just something that I made before. I just wasn't getting like inspired. Like you get that headache where you're just like, ah. And then all of a sudden I figured it out. And it actually not only was it one of my best videos now, it's, it's actually like literally one of the best beats I've made the whole year. And I'm not just saying that because I feel like I say that a lot in the moment. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. This is the next day. The video, this is, yeah, is the next day? Two days later. Yeah, it's two days later. And it's still just like, a, like, I love it. Like, I, it's one of my favorite beats I've made the entire year. So sometimes you got, you sometimes, you, like, fighting through beat block works for me sometimes. Like, fighting through that creative block and, like, forcing yourself to create. It works sometimes, like, there's a weird balance. This is another thing I was saying in that documentary is there's a weird balance between like putting in work and being creative. Cause like if you're filling out paperwork or you're doing like your taxes or you're doing like I'm shipping out hats that I sell or something like that. Like if you don't want to do it, you can still do it. You can force yourself to do it and have the same quality and the end result as you would have if you were feeling great when you were doing it. But when you're making beats or videos or something, forcing yourself to do it, you might not have the same end product as if you as if you did when you were feeling super creative. And then other times when you're feeling super creative, you might make a horrible beat. <laughs> so I don't know. Sometimes you can, you can just force yourself to do it. And then for me, in the process of that, something just clicks and you're, you're back in it again. And you're like, wow, I forgot how amazing this was. It's like working out. Sometimes you don't want to go to the gym and work out or whatever and then you force yourself to work out and you come back home and you're like wow so glad i did that that was amazing kind of the same as that next question whoops you need to download this on google drive what the heck i thought i was i thought i had this figured out maybe it was a beat next question yo what's up cal um i was just gonna ask if Sorry. you have any tips on how to grow um, right now, I'm around 200 followers on Instagram, at pengu.prods. And, yeah, I was just going to ask if you had any tips on how to grow as a little music producer and just share my music with everybody. Thanks, dude. What was that? What was he at? 200. How to grow. Um, it's very vague. I feel, I feel like for um, there's a lot of different paths opening up for producers the past, like, few years. Um you can really just kind of grow as a producer by just just making content in your own way possible. Look at me. 
I am trying to become the biggest, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to become, but like I'm one of the biggest producers. Let's say I'm trying to be a, a really big producer. I'm filming a podcast right now. It took me like months to set the setup. It took me so long just to get all this stuff set up. It, it's just like making content in whatever way you can make content. Like if you can make funny Instagram videos or you can make this type of Instagram video and then like use that to promote your beats or whatever. Just like make some sort of content. Maybe you just want to upload the beat to SoundCloud or, or like to YouTube or to any type of thing at all. Just it takes a while. It takes a while. Like you have it's weird because like figuring out who you are is like a big part of it like if you're funny you'll be able to use that to do whatever you do if you're charismatic and you can like relate to people and like and be relatable or whatever or like if people just tell you dude like when i'm around you i'm like happy or what i'm always just happy or whatever like i um i'm thinking of like phase rug right now that's what he said on a podcast where he, he has like 10 million plus subscribers. He just vlogs. And he's like, I don't know. I, people just tell me that like I, that I cheer them up when I'm just going through my day because of his like attitude and all that stuff. Like you have to know who you are and then like use that to build a business. It's weird because like the whole, the, whole, the whole brand now of everything is just based on you. Um, it's just based on whether that's a logo behind the scenes or whether that's you in front of a camera or you on a podcast or whatever. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's how you grow. I mean, just just do look into it too. Like watch what other people are doing, see what other people are doing. Like posting content is the way to go right now. And don't post three videos that suck and then be like, oh, well, I tried posting content. And like, no, this it takes it takes a long time to... How's my hat look? It takes a long time to get good at this stuff, man. Like, I happen to be doing videos a long time before making videos was super important. Like, I was making videos just to, like, try to make money off of it. And just because I, honestly, just because I really liked it. I wanted to film music videos. I realized, oh, people need them. I'm going to get paid for this. Like, I'm going to ask people to pay me. You Being able to use a camera was what let me go on tour and what let me like link with artists to do like cool things before I even started Kyle Beats. And now it's like knowing how to make videos and like content is like one of the, it's, it hasn't really caught up yet, but it's one of the most important fucking tools ever. And like that, I did not like, I was, I feel like no one thought of it like that even like five years ago. Like, it was almost just like, oh, sick. He's, this is the creative dude. You know what I mean? This is the dude that all he knows is creating. But yeah, like, I have such a business mind to me. And it's just like, the business is creating now. The business is knowing how to create, create like something that, you know, people are going to want to watch. Like, that's it. You need attention. Next one. Hey, what's up, Kyle, man? Um, I hope you're good, bro. Um, this is Eddie from South Africa. Um, just get wanted it. to ask, like, if you're familiar with the VST called um, Ulean loud loudness loudness meter. So, like, um, I have a problem with it because, like, um, 
every time I try and like put like I insert it on my master master channel. I have no idea what plugin you're talking about. You don't need any external plugins though. On I don't use any like mixing. Like people have sent me stuff that I've checked out, but like you don't need any crazy like external plugins on FL Studio. Like the only ones that I would suggest getting if you can afford them or work towards getting are sounds, sound plugins. And um, I don't know, people have really good mixes just using the stock FL Studio plugins. Like they have teams of people designing these things for a reason. It's not just because they're not good. <laughs> like they have people that are updating these like for a reason. All right, next question. I'm sorry, I can't see my, I can barely see my screen from here. All right. Yo, what's up, Kyle? I was wondering what's the best efficient way to grow as a YouTube producer. Um, I started my channel about like seven months ago and I feel like I'm stuck at 100 subs. Uh, if you want to check me out, my channel is Adrian on YouTube, but spelled A-D-R-I-V-N-N. -N. Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate it. What is the best way to grow on YouTube starting seven month, months ago, 100 subscribers? I don't know what kind of videos you have, and I also don't have my keyboard near me, so I can't type in your channel and find it. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, this is, this is a question that everyone is probably wondering. Um, a big thing you can do is post a lot of videos. That's number one. Number two, what do people want? What do people want to hear? A lot of producers grow their beat channels because they tailor to the producer. They tailor to people who want to, not producers, but they tailor to people who want to listen to beats. Like, it's weird. What I've noticed, I didn't do this. I made it, I sold beats and made a living selling beats before the YouTube thing, just from Instagram, as you guys know. But um, I see a lot of people that, grow their YouTube channels posting beats. Like they're tailoring to people who want to listen to beats because when they post a new video, those are the people that are gonna come back and listen to the beat. And then when you get those numbers and you start to get those numbers and it starts to get traffic, that's when a rapper searches for a beat, finds it and, and thinks it's dope and buys it. I mean, there's not gonna be like, I mean, there is, but like, I feel like a lot of fans people people who post like type beats are people like producers or people who just like listening to beats and of course rappers but um and then the other side if you're showing your face and you're trying to do vlogs you're trying to do videos you're trying to do tutorials beat whatever videos um try to be unique and just post as much as possible honestly like that once i started like getting to the point where i'm at now I'm, I am coasting, man. Like I'm co I'm like, I'm hitting for videos. Like I've had a couple videos the past month, like hit a hundred thousand in a month. And like pretty much every video gets to like 20, 30,000 right now. Um, unless it's a bad video. I was getting like next day videos hitting 20,000 for like a while. Like I'm doing better numbers than ever, but I'm still coasting right now. I feel like you need to get to the point where you're just making an income and then you can kind of just coast and you're not worrying about, I need to pop off. I need to blow up 
because the longer it takes, the longer it lasts. But you just need to post videos and post videos that people are going to want to (laughs) watch. And um, yeah, try to think outside the box. It's, It's like it's hard. I'm trying to do something different all the time. Like, I don't think anyone's done this. Like it's a like I don't have to sit I don't have to sit here and put up fake wood on my wall and and spend all this time like creating this set and like I have another camera and all these like you can't just it, you have to have all these accessories and stuff just to make this work. Um, like it took hours of my time. I'm about to make a new YouTube video or YouTube channel just for this and promote it and like finding guests and doing all making all this effort because nobody else is doing it and i'm trying to like just create and do do different things i put out a mini documentary yesterday it's all about just doing different things and being super consistent with it and like getting better at your craft like you can't just have one like i hate when people um tweet at me or whatever and i'm just checking my levels hey hey um, they tweet at me and say, I've been posting videos every day for the past like three months or whatever they say to me. And like, oh, I've been posting tutorials, uh, check them out. Or I posted beats and they're just doing one thing out of the many things that you have to do. You have to be original. You have to post tons of content. You have to post stuff that people are going to wa- want to watch. It has to be good. You have to get better at your craft. You can't just be, who's going to want to watch bad videos? You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like the beats too. And it's like, it's like the beats in a way where you might not think they're bad because you figured out how to use an editing software and you think it's amazing. That's, that's what I thought my first video, that first NBA video, I thought it was absolutely amazing. But yeah, I mean, you got to do all that stuff. You have to constantly be thinking about it. And like to 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 bring it to some to some Gary V type of th- type of shit, like you have to know who you are, and you have to treat it like treat it like a business. You know what I mean? You have to treat all this is a business, like a personal brand is a business. Um, if you want to do what I'm doing, like you have to treat it as a business, and you have to like separate yourself from other people. That's a big thing. Is just like. I work a lot on this. (laughs) Like you have to separate yourself from other people and just like go into your own zone. And it depends on like what what type of situation you're in, like what age you are. If you're in school, you're not going to separate yourself from other people. And like, yeah, it's a bigger, it's a pretty big commitment, but it's worth it to me. I'm pretty, I'm chilling. Hey, it's Trey D. And my question for you, Kyle, is like, what number would you say you hit on YouTube? Did it like start becoming easier for you to gain subscribers or like notice, recognition, all that? That's my question, man. Um, I think there's definitely something in like the YouTube algorithm that like once you have a certain amount of like once you have a certain amount of subscribers, you definitely have more of like a pull or something. I don't know. You definitely have more of something, but what number of subscribers? I don't even think I probably noticed. First of all, when I first, it was, it was making a beat episode eight is the one that got like 15, 30,000 views and it just kept going. It, it, just kept getting views and now it has like 1.4 million or something views and um it was like about a no it was less than a year ago. <laughs> wait 
what was it a year ago? Oh, no. It was like almost, it was less than two years ago. It was like 18, 19 months ago or something, right? Yeah. It was like the summer of 2017. Yeah. And um, that video, once once it started to gain traction and go on recommended pages, because I was such a new, new YouTuber, I was getting like a thousand subscribers a day for like a week straight and I hit 10,000 like really quickly. And then I kind of just went down, didn't go back down to zero obviously because I had fans, I had 10,000 subscribers, but it went from getting a thousand subscribers today to like a hundred a day and then it just coasting on a hundred a day for a long time. And then, and then you have a good video shoots up to like 400 and then back down and then slow, it just slowly but surely that like low number of views goes from you're getting 5,000 views a day. That's the low. The high is like 20. It just can, if you just keep posting, it just continues to grow. Um, honestly, a video can change your life. It's not really about subscribers. Like for example, people watch, like watch YouTubers, like people that stop posting for a while and they take breaks and I'm talking about real breaks. I'm not talking about like they took a break for two months. I'm talking about they just slack and like post two videos the whole year and they're just slacking basically. They're not touching in with their fans. They didn't really build that like Kendrick Lamar, Drake, like we were talking before. They didn't really build that behind the scenes brand up enough to like have that solid brand trust so then they try to come back and that even if they have a million subscribers, like their videos just aren't going to get views because, um, part of it's cause probably because of the algorithm, but part of it's just cause of like people just need content. So it's more so like videos. Like if you have a video that's doing well, your next video is going to do well. If you're getting this many views every single day, and you have a video that just does well and you're getting like millions of views a day, you're just going to show up in more people's feeds the next day on YouTube. Um, just because the watch time and all that stuff, basically all of these like Instagram, YouTube and all that stuff, they just make algorithms so that the people, so that the channels that people actually care about are going to be the ones that are getting seen the most. So they want like these people want to make it so that the best creators come out on top. And yeah, people have found ways to like um, to like benefit from the algorithm and like work the algorithm a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's about making good videos. Um, but you have to keep that algorithm in mind. Don't just make good videos. And if nothing happens, quit. Because like I've seen a lot of people do that, too, where they make really good videos and then quit. And at the same time, <laughs> I've seen people that have made really good videos. The title is like cat milk has no tags, no description, and just gets 40 million views because like, it's just a good video. So, all right, next question. I think this is the last one. Let's listen to it. Uh, hey Kyle, this is just kind of a quick one. Uh, so I'm kind of new to the whole beat selling game. I've been making beats for like two or three years now, but I've just been doing it as a hobby. And I recently got uh, like an Airbit and an Instagram and stuff. And I know you talked about how you sold uh, beats on Instagram for a while. So I was wondering, um, 
what advice you have on like finding or how you find people on the platform to like DM and stuff to sell your beats because I've been uh, having a little trouble with that. Yeah, so anyone who want to follow me, um, I'm icbeats on Instagram. That's i.c.e.beats. And you can go to my SoundCloud at i underscore c underscore e. Thank you. All right, so keep in mind, um, I feel like the answer is always just like, there's no easy way out. Of, there's no easy way out of it. There's no easy way to make this shit happen. You have to grind and like actually figure it out. Because keep in mind, I was Instagram is obviously super relevant still. When I started doing this, it was like three years ago. Like there was there was bots all over Instagram still. Like there was crazy shit going on on Instagram, and it's developed a lot in three years so it might be a completely different game i don't obviously do that anymore i don't have to dm people to sell beats anymore i haven't done that in a long very long time years and since the youtube started started blowing up i slowed down because i didn't because i didn't need to do that because i was actually getting views on on things and um i mean there's accounts that people are following that are going to be followed by mostly artists and you can find people on there. Um, the beauty of it is it's such a big platform that there are a lot of artists, but like it might be at the point now, like when I used to DM people, like it's just developed. Like, like, uh, there was another question in there. It was just like, Oh, it feels a little spammy. I don't know where it went. Someone said it feels a little spammy because I'm, I don't want to come across spammy like, hey, buy my beats. It might be like that now. You might not be able to do that, and I was able to do that. You might have to connect with that person and, and like, talk to him for a second and then maybe give him, like, mixing and mastering for free. I wouldn't give him a beat for free. Or, like, maybe just, like, create some music with them and do 50-50 splits on something that doesn't make any money and you put it on Spotify and then maybe down the line you make some money off of them. Maybe you're not able to just sell beats to as many people um, like I was. And then maybe you are. Maybe there's people absolutely killing it that we don't even know about because they're just killing it on Instagram selling beats. But um, yeah, I mean, this is what I used to do too. Like, But a lot of people tend to do this. But it's just like a natural thing that humans do. They listened to me say, I used to find these accounts on Instagram that I knew rappers were following. I would go in and follow them, comment on their pages. Hey, I'm a producer. I'd talk to them via DM and try to get to sell a beat to them. People will do that. There's people that do that for one day. They'll do that the whole day. And they'll, they'll, they'll message me on Instagram and say, hey, Kyle, I did it and it didn't work. And like, that's not what I was... When I made that one video and when I talk about it, it's not to say, hey, hey, everyone, go to Instagram and, and DM people and you can sell beats. It's more to just say I was doing something that people were not doing and I just hustled all day at it. And eventually it started to get some sales. And eventually it snowballed to a point where I was making a thousand bucks a week before you before YouTube, before any of this. Obviously now the opportunities are endless but like 
it was it was almost to say just like you have to figure it out and it sucks and it's it's really hard and a lot of people interpret 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 it as like hey i got the key to success go to instagram and, and dm people but no you just have you have to figure it out um and it sucks it sucks to hear that but like it's with anything if you want to if you want to run your own life which is like honestly one of the greatest achievements you can have like from here like i don't like you you can make millions of dollars and that's great but like going from working a job or going from not knowing what the hell you want to do with your life to being able to wake up and do whatever you want and control you're in control your whole life there's no there's no label there's no like boss there's no anything like you can do i can leave right now and never and just end the podcast right now even though that was the last question um but yeah it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of uh thinking and effort it's not just gonna happen let me go to some instagram um there was a couple instagram questions in here too i'm gonna go find them Instagram, Instagram, I gotta go into my archive, gotta go into my archive, where the heck is the Instagram archive, Instagram archive, how long have we been going for, I don't even know man, 947, archive, here we go, alright, I'm gonna shout you guys, some of you guys out, R-N-A-Q underscore says tips on creating slash building an Instagram account. Can I go to your page? No, I can't. Tips on creating slash building an Instagram account. Um, I don't know. I've been messing around with this stuff too on Instagram. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me at Kyle Garvin Beats. The link is in the description. Um, I've been messing around with this a lot with, with kind of building in my Instagram account, I've been posting cool videos. I've been posting just random things, just throwing stuff out there and s seeing what sticks. Um, I've been doing, I did a couple videos where I pretended like I, I had a GoPro and held the big ass camera I have between my chin and like played it on the piano and made a beat that way. And like, I've used some ads, but like when you just keep putting content out there, Instagram's like they could catch on to your stuff and some of my things showed on the explore page and some of those videos have like hundreds of thousands of views just because they caught on the explore page and that's what happens it's like that dude that does like the um the backpack kid that does the dance does the fortnite dance that they that fortnite took from him um he just all he did was upload a video some weird video someone had some crazy hashtag that didn't have a lot of views on the hashtag and then some big account saw that repost the video he went from 300 subscribers to like millions so it's just about posting random shit <laughs> um next one how often should i upload beats to youtube or instagram as much as humanly possible put as much stuff out there as you can try as much as you can
What advice would you give someone trying to find their own sound? I think you're always going to take from somewhere. Like you're going to take what I do from me. You're going to take what other internet producers do and use it in your beats, other industry, whatever music. Like you're going to listen to a Travis Scott song and take from that. You're going to listen to some like Beethoven instrumental and you're going to take something from that and um you're going to listen to like in the end of like a will smith movie the the uh song that comes on at the end and you're going to use that in your beat and not even know it so i think you're going to take from everywhere no matter what and through that you're going to develop your own sound but it does take time like i feel like i'm still developing what my own sound is um you're constantly developing that you probably have it and you don't even know it Maybe you just need to get better because maybe you don't like how it sounds. <laughs> free kits. Someone just said free quit free free kits question mark. Go watch my last YouTube video. Uh, I filmed it today. It's there's a contest that ends on the thirty first. Maybe you missed it. Maybe you didn't. Uh, maybe I don't get this out in time. When did you start selling drum kits? It's a good question. I started selling drum kits once I had like, I don't even know the exact number, but it was when I had like a lot of subscribers. Like it was when I had like 20,000 subscribers or something like 10, 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. I was like, I was getting this huge producer fan base and I was just so used to selling beats. I never sold a drum kit in my life. And I was like, man, I need to like, I've obviously collected sounds and made my own sounds, just custom sounds. Obviously I'm a lot better at it now, but I was making my own sounds, like collecting sounds and doing all this stuff for so long. Cause I was making beats for a living for, for a couple of years or for a year at the time. And once I, it started flipping where I was just having all these producers that were following me and I was like, man, I need, to, I need to put out drum kits. Like everyone's asking me for a kit. Like people were just commenting saying, where can we get the sounds that you used? So that's why I put it out. But yeah, I was like 10, 20,000 subscribers, I would say. And there was all producers. It wasn't just random subscribers. It was all from like tutorials and beat making videos. Yo, Kyle, did you ever perform on stage? There's an old video. Yeah, before I even started making beats, or not making beats, before I started being Kyle Beats, I was like DJing. A lot of you guys who listen to the podcast know the whole story. But yeah, I was performing on stage. I would love to do that again as an artist, as a DJ, as a public speaker, maybe. I don't know. We'll see how the, <laughs> see how the video podcast does. But yeah, I would love to do that again. The energy from that, I performed in front of thousands of people. Just like nobody even knew who I was opening up for like a bigger artist as a DJ for 15 minutes. Crazy, insane. Everyone's going crazy. It was sick. And you learn, you learn a lot of stuff from being on stage because stage fright's like a crazy real thing. I keep doing this because I'm like, I'm like looking at the screen. I hope I don't look like a weirdo. Ethan Sturrock asks, can I draw a picture of you? Yeah, do it. Do you have cool drawings on here? Yeah, draw me a cartoon and I'll post it. How to get a sale in BeatStars free account. 
I don't know. I don't know. What would you do differently? I am Emonic. I've seen him recently a lot. What would you do differently at 1 million subs? I don't know. That's a good question. The sty is almost gone. <laughs> I have music videos that I'm working on. I'm playing those out right now. What would I do differently at 1 million subs? It depends. I feel like I'm always going to post the lifestyle videos. Like I'm not just making these videos just to like, just to like get views to like sell things or anything. Like I actually enjoy making like the vlog style videos. There's not too much. Well, there is a lot going on, but like the, there's not nothing crazy to film right now. I'm kind of just in the studio working every day right now, but eventually I think there's going to be a point where, um, I can have s someone following me with a camera in more of the videos, not, maybe not every single video, but just have some day in the life, like, like Wiz Khalifa style type of things. But like my version of that, just like the documentary cool style where you, you watch it and get super inspired and you want to just live that life of just like freedom and making music every day. And, um, and if I go on tour or something, being an artist, do all that stuff and um, it'd be super lit. Let's see what else we got. I'm gonna do a couple more and then I'm gonna close it out. How to get those first 100 subscribers. Those f by D-W-O-W-D-O. Those first 100 subscribers is probably the, the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life. I got my first 100 before, <laughs> like, was I even posting beats? I don't even know what I was posting. Like, my channel has been a number of different things before it said Kyle Beats on there. Had a number of different... I was posting my music videos that I was recording on this same channel. Which is crazy to think about now. Alright, last one. We'll do one more on here. How long did it take... How long did it take you to blow up on YouTube and how long did it take for someone to buy your first beat? If you're contemplating, if you're contemplating posting videos or you're contemplating posting your beats or you're contemplating getting a like account on Airbit, BeatStars, TrackTrain, whatever, like getting a or like getting a PayPal or whatever to like sell beats. Um, just do it. Even like the I remember when I got Airbit used to be my flash door. When I got, I remember I got my flash door. I actually bought a thing for like a few months, and literally the next morning after I bought a uh, like subscription there, whatever way they had it set up, like maybe a new producer or whatever, I sold like five beats the next day. And like, obviously at the time they were ridiculously priced. So I made like 50 bucks, but I sold like five beats the next night. And, and then like three months later, I got rid of it. This is like 2000, like, I don't even know, like 2015, maybe. And 2014, honestly, maybe, maybe 2014, 2015. I remember it perfectly. And like a few months later, I didn't sell any beats. I wasn't really, I was doing other business ideas like I wasn't concentrating on it so I like I was like oh, I'm not paying ten dollars a month or whatever it was so I just got rid of it 
And um, I should have just kept it because once it came crunch time and I had to like figure it out, I was paying for the BeatStars account and I was paying for all the accounts that you need. And um, it ended up working out and you make your money back. And But I don't know, to sell my first beat, it was pretty much right away. <laughs> but to consistently sell them, I was making them for fun for years. Once I actually put the effort in, it took like four or five months. But I was making beats for three years, so the beats were like decent enough to sell. And then it was like four or five months. And then I started going full on, full on making, making like 200 bucks a week, 300 bucks a week selling beats. And the YouTube thing just puts something out there. Like there's no... It's like impossible to know what the hell is going to happen with YouTube. Like I could wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden all of my videos just caught on fire. YouTube is such like an Instagram, all the social media stuff is such like a wild card. That's, that's the, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Cause like, you just don't know what's going to happen. And that's it. I hope, <laughs> I hope this podcast was good. I hope you guys like the set YouTube. This is on, this is on YouTube, man. We're, we're out here making beats. Comment something crazy on this video if you're watching this far. You're a true fan. Thank you so much. And um, drop a like for me. Make sure you go. If you're here from YouTube, make sure you go listen to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes. It's on SoundCloud as well. Just search Kyle Beats Podcast. The link is obviously below in the description as well. If you don't listen to podcasts and you don't listen to them and you're not a podcast listener, you're a YouTube watcher and an instagram watcher or whatever podcasts are very lit i listen to them all the time you can put your your airpods or your earphones or you can play them on your phone and just put your phone down and you can do other things while you're listening and that's why i like it i listen to them when i'm when i'm working out i've been running a lot lately when i'm cleaning the studio i listen to them like you're not in the music to just bump like trap music all the time like you're not in the mute i'm not in the mood to bump music all the time so i listen to podcasts and i think it's like the future is audio so so i hope you guys like that episode um i think it's just so useful man these these like q a things are so useful i feel like a lot of people have the same questions I'm, i've been getting a lot of feedback saying that these are their favorite like these are their favorite episodes um are these voice memo episodes and um but yeah, I definitely, I'm going to have, I have another couple guests, new guests lined up to come on here and, um, in the next, like next week, next couple weeks. And, um, yeah, we're, we're doing it. We're figuring it out. Uh, make sure you follow me on YouTube, Instagram at Kyle Garvin beats, YouTube, just search Kyle beats and stay updated with what I'm doing. We're out here working we're out here, making beats and recording podcasts, making music. It's lit. So until the next one, I want to get another one out next week. So uh, tweet at me and say, yo, where the hell is it, Kyle, if I don't get back to you guys with one. And it's lit. And there's a motorcycle driving by. Anyways, thanks for listening. See you guys in the next podcast. Peace.